Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Dirt and Sprague. Holy crap. What happened? Pink with Andy Dirt Johnson. Giving each other butterfly kisses or something? Ha ha ha, very funny. That's not how you get pink eye. You get it from poo particles making their way into your ocular cavities. And Brendan Sprague. I farted on Jason's pillow, a practical joke. He farted on Jonah's thinking it was mine, and then eventually pink eyed my pillow. Um, not proud of any of this, but I think we've all forgiven each other. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. You can get pink eye from farting in a pillow? Totally. That's awesome. The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Our numero dos here on Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. Uh, I'll ask this question and get an answer in just a minute. Why is Dirt's goat quarterback such a quitter? Oh, my goat's a quitter, huh? Yeah, it's a very interesting story out of Atlanta. We'll get to that. (laughs) Didn't know where you're going with that. I got a lot of goats. I wasn't sure which one you were referencing. You got a lot of goats? I got a lot of goats. Aaron Rodgers is a goat. Herbert's a goat. Mariota's a goat. Okay. A lot of goats. Uh, Manning's kind of a goat. I'm talking about the Heisman winner. Okay, the Heisman winner goat. Gotcha. Well, he's being painted as a quitter right now. Uh Aha. Conflicting, I guess, but also confusing at the same time. I thought they benched him, and then he was injured, but I thought they benched him before he got injured. That was kind of a weird story. Reportedly, he just left the team. Okay, he I didn't, didn't tell the team, but then Duck Fan is getting angry, and they're like, hey, he had a baby! You let him do what he wants to do, okay? That's Jesus. Which, if he had a baby, that's great. Congratulations to Marcus Mariota that's on a the future, sex. future um, Duck quarterback. Look at that. 18 years from now. Offer the scholarship now. He'll probably become a beaver, but... Um, <laughs> He reportedly left for his kid, and yet he's being painted nationally as he just disappeared. The Falcons weren't aware that he was leaving. They don't know when he's coming back. They put him on IR. I don't know if this is really the case, but the national pundits seem to be putting that out there, that he just straight up left his team. (laughs) I'd imagine having a kid as part of that and also being put on injured reserve, which I believe at this point in the season ends your season. Yeah, it does, but it's more like they're they're painting it as if he just left and didn't (laughs) tell the team he was leaving. That's kind of a weird thing if he did it. It is a little odd if that's the case. He probably shouldn't do that. No, but also he's not playing. Also, he's the GOAT, so he can do no wrong. Really? Yeah, that's how it works. It's a good stance to have. Uh, I mentioned Jim Gray. So Jim Gray does this Tom Brady Let's Go podcast. Do you listen to that at all? Uh, I do not listen to the Tom Brady podcast. Well, he had comedian Bill Burr, Tracy Morgan, and Adam Sandler on their last episode. And it's interesting. It turns into Jim Gray interviewing people with Tom Brady awkwardly chuckling in the background, occasionally offering some comments. Tom Brady usually opens the podcast by ranting and raving about what happened this past weekend. 
And uh, did he talk about having to sign autographs for people that intercepted him and have a bunch of people come up and pat him on the butt after he got his butt whooped? He did. He talked about how he, you know, he used to be a poor sport and he hates doing stuff like that, especially in a loss. But like he's becoming as he gets older, just, you know, it is what it is. People appreciate you and you got to take kind of an ounce of love for that. And so, yeah, every Niner was telling him he was the GOAT and wanted his autograph. (laughs) Guys were asking to sign intercepted passes like Tom Brady was dealing with a lot on Sunday. Well, he does his podcast, and Bill Burr is telling a story, and I want you to listen. We talked about awkward. Jim Gray feeling very awkward okay. with the nature of the conversation and has no easy way to get out of the conversation other than to do a live read. <laughs> and so this is a story about Bill Burr being on tour with Tracy Morgan early in his career and what Tracy used to you know, joke about way before people talked about it and how it amazed Bill Burr that people still love Tracy Morgan despite admitting this. Dude, you went double negative and turned it into a positive. You taught me that. He said something like that grossed the crowd out, and then he doubled down on it, and then they go, all right, I guess he's – I don't know if I can say what he said on the show here. He doubled down he on goes, it. I'm old. I eat, I eat, what is it? I eat toes and holes. That's all I do. And that was before eating ass was mainstream so the whole crowd hey, like okay, man i'll go raw babs yeah so the whole crowd was like, ah, they pulled back and then I'm he going goes, bad back, back man i'm a bad back king he go he, they all pull back and then he looks at the crowd he goes you eat the mother and then they're just like all right i guess well, tracy tracy we're gonna get you a, a much better meal because it's jim gray along with tom brady adam sandler bill burr and tracy morgan hey tracy for tender and flavorful in every bite, we're going to send you to Morton's The Steakhouse. They've mastered the art perfectly. Great ad. (laughs) That was perfectly timed. Let's change subjects and sneak in an ad read. Brought to you by... Jim Gray wanted nothing to do with that conversation. (laughs) Booty hole. (laughs) Well, I blanked it out so you didn't say it. Why did you do that? They need to know what he was talking about. I think okay? you can kind of guess what he was talking about. He was about into there, it before yeah. it was mainstream. Now everybody's doing it, but Tracy Morgan was a trendsetter. Swag, I pulled this mainly for you because I thought if anybody got caught in a situation, you would do exactly what Jim Gray would do. God, that was funny. You would want nothing to do with that conversation. You wouldn't know what to add to that conversation. You'd go, you know what? Was that a thing in the 80s? Were people doing that in the 80s? They've been doing it since mankind existed. I yeah. think Swag would just pivot and go, you know, Dirt, that's interesting. You can get your Portland Pilot tickets right now online. <laughs> PortlandPilots.com. Got an $89.99 five-pack. You can see Gonzaga, too. Come on out. Child Center. <laughs> Just sneak in an ad read. That is fantastic. One of the best. Of all the of all the people that cannot handle that, like in sports media, I think Jim Gray needs to be near the top of that list. Really? I think there's a lot of folks that could kind of chuckle and play along with it. Jim Gray is definitely not one of those people. I bet James Brown wishes he has switched places. James Jim Brown, would he would have gone to freaky town. Yeah. If that topic came up. You know what? Now that you're bringing this up, check out these extra tabs I got up on my computer. <laughs> oh, wait, I was hacked. Never mind. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't I'm not, me. I'm not into cheerleaders. That's not my thing. Uh, one thing from the weekend, we talked about this uh, on Monday, but I wanted to get this back because somebody explained it. So the the key play, Penny Sewell clinching the game for the Detroit Lions on a third down spot that was you know just after the two-minute mark. If they pick up the first down, they win. They roll Penny Sewell in motion. He runs a little flat route. They give him the ball unexpected. Boom. Penny Sewell, offensive lineman, picks up the first down on a pass. Well, I mean, it's a pretty it's a ballsy call, right? You'd imagine the coaches, they'd worked mm-hmm. on this play. 
They probably talked this play out, Dirt. Well, not so much. Dan Campbell was on Pat McAfee, and they asked him about the play call. And take a listen to what Dan Campbell was going through and thinking about in the moment. Well, that was something that's been a long time coming. We've been talking about Panay for a long time. Like, man, we got to throw this guy a ball um, because he's too good of an athlete. Um, he really is. He, he's something else. And, and so it was like, you know, we use our jumbo tight ends quite a bit in general. And it's like, man, why don't we just let's get him to report eligible and let's get him a ball or get him a couple of throws. And we were going to do some things in the red zone and they end up being, you know, four minutes where we felt like we were going to get a similar style defensive scheme. Uh, and so it just felt like, hey, it was the right time. And I'll, look, I'll, here's another thing that happened. These things happen during the game. But um, so we're in that that situation and the fans are doing the wave. Um, around the stadium, and so I'm just watching, and I hear Ben Johnson's like, "Hey, coach, you want to and I, and I'm just, I'm so focused on the wave, and I said, "Yeah, that's fine." And I look up, and we're throwing it to Panay, and I'm like, "What the f- are we doing?" <laughs> the head coach, that's awesome. Didn't know they no were clue. running that play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He's watching the wave. There's like two minutes left in the game, Dan. Pay attention. Because we'll tread water as long as it takes to <laughs> bury you. Did he just acknowledge that he's not paying attention? He basically knows. In the final five minutes of a game with your season on the line, he's more focused on the wave than the play his offensive coordinator wants to call. The wave is distracting an NFL head coach. Ooh, this is another reason yeah. the wave is awful. This is pretty. This is cool. Is that similar to Joe Montana pointing out John Candy in the huddle yeah. of the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl? You know, I, I would say yes, but it'd be more the equivalent of in the middle of the play, Joe Montana just turns to Roger Craig and goes, hey, that's John Candy right <laughs> yeah. there. And then, like, look as he's standing in the pocket getting ready to throw it to Jerry Rice or John Taylor. Dude, the wave distracting an NFL head coach. And an NFL head coach, by the way, credit to him, just openly admitting, yeah, I tuned out my coordinators in my headset. Yeah, sure, whatever. What do you think wave. about blah, blah, blah? It's yeah, four, sure, go ahead. down in the clinching the ball game. God, that is good. <laughs> With an offensive lineman pass. Right. I love that he was thinking what everybody else was thinking. He shouldn't have been. But what I love that. What are you doing? You can't throw it to an offense. You can't throw it to a tackle on fourth down. Penning Sewell over his last four games has played 148 pass blocking snaps. He has allowed zero sacks. Are we still worried about his his volatile or whatever yeah. that was described, his personality? Oh, he doesn't have a good work ethic, I think. That's what it was. He's a little ethic. immature. I yeah. don't know if he's going to make it at the NFL Are level. we still worried about his immaturity? Yeah. I, it was hilarious, though, because there was the meme. When he came out in the draft, the deba- debate was, should the Bengals go get him? Because their offensive line was terrible. And they ended up getting chased. They went to the Super Bowl. And Jamar Chase is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. But there was the meme leading into that draft of, uh, Burrow getting sacked and chased wide open down the field because he didn't have a left tackle. And then I think Bengals fans that wanted them to take Panay Sewell made a meme that went, you know, it was Panay Sewell blocking, Burrow standing cleanly in the pocket, and him having the time to throw the ball downfield. And I saw Mina Kimes after that play on Sunday turn it into – we, we should have all seen this coming. And it was Goff standing in the pocket, Penesul blocking, and then Penesul down the field catching the ball. Like, ah, it came full circle. Look at that. He can throw it and catch it. I, I ask you this, and then we'll go. You're a Lions fan, and you hear your head coach admit that the wave distracted him in the final two minutes of a pivotal, pivotal game on the final play of their, of their drive. And your reaction is what? Sounds about right. Hmm. 
I, I don't think I'm surprised by that. Okay. This is a guy that believes in having three toes and one ass cheek and biting kneecaps. And he will still kick your ass. And he will still yeah. kick my ass. Okay. All right. So I, I think that sounds about right. All right. Good I think to know. shiny colors distract Dan Campbell. <laughs> Look, the, well, the wave does. Shiny colors Ooh, definitely do. It's a yellow. Uh, I want to get to something that happened yesterday. We'll talk with Mike Yam coming up at the bottom of the hour. Are the Beavers in the market for a transfer quarterback? One of the hottest ones on the market. Uh, we got Statter's story around the corner as well. We got a lot to get to. Dirt and Sprague, it is 714 on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But imagine my coast was pretty happy yesterday. Because Carlos Correa chose his Giants on a 13-year, $350 million deal. You're damn right. Well, that uh, financially paid off for him. He, he didn't get what he wanted from Houston. He went to Minnesota for you know a short cup of coffee. and One year, made $35 million last year. Got rewarded for it. The funny thing about this is when that deal expires, Bobby Bonilla will receive his last check from the Mets. When that deal expires, I will be 47 years old. Yeah, it's a very uh, interesting contract uh, to give out. I I, I do want to note, though, because Bobby Bonilla extends all the way to the end of that contract, and it feels like we talk about Bobby Bonilla every July. Chris Davis is the next one, by the way. You see his deferred contract is kicking in. So Chris Davis, many don't know this, he deferred his payments for a 15-year period. This is how it breaks down. He'll get $9.16 million a year from 2023 to 2025. It then goes to $3.5 million a year from 2026 to 2032. And then he gets $1.4 million a year from 2033 to 2037. You imagine that? You imagine not having to do anything for the next 14 years and getting paid over a million dollars per year? Some years significantly over a million dollars? Almost $10 million for a two-year period. Almost four for a six-year period. And almost one and a half for a four peri- four year period, it's a good life. It's He's not a bad life. At living all. a good life, using those steroids, work for him. Not uh, that he ever did that. College football coach being fired and really good baseball player contract. Two best <laughs> lives in in the sports. The 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 re- I don't, I'll never in the for the life of me understand why some of those coaches that get fired rush right back into it. I'll never get it. Enjoy enjoy your time. You've won the lottery in life. 
I mean, this deal's not a great deal, right? This is—it's a horrible contract. Yeah, okay. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm jacked that he's going to be a giant. That's awesome. He's only 28. That's the difference with Correa and some of the other long ones. At least is that he's not 30 yet. He broke in at such a young age as a former number one pick. He's been really consistently good. He's an all-star player. He's one of the, he's a plus defender at a premium position. He's a near 300 career hitter. I think his career average is about 280, 285, somewhere mm. in that range. He's a 291 hitter last year. Like I'm jacked. I think it's a great signing, but no, of course it's a horrible contract. There is not a contract in baseball that will get signed in the next 10 years that will not be a horrible deal. This is the way we're going now. Like Aaron Judge's contract was awful. This contract is awful. Having to sign these guys to 10 plus year contracts for 300 million, but if you want the services of an elite player, these are the waters that you have to swim in and it ain't my money. I don't care what they're paying him. Yeah, it seems like Swag's team's poaching around and they're going to steal another brave. I guess they're in the final 3 running for Dansby. <laughs> for Dansby Swanson. Shocking. <laughs> well, they need to replace Trey Turner. He left. You guys made a nice under the radar move though this week. Oh, I I Brave fan doesn't agree with you on that. Really? Oh yeah, they're getting they're trashing the general manager for that move. For adding an all-star caliber catcher? Well, they already had an all-star catcher. They had another pretty good player at that position, and they gave away their prospects. I'm not going to doubt it because he just won a World Series, but there are a lot of Braves fans that were like, wait, we're giving away all our good prospects, and Contreras was just an all-star. And by the way, he's behind Darno, who is also a pretty good bat himself. Yeah, how old is Travis Darno now, though? Uh, I don't know what his Travis age Darno's is. Travis Darno's been around there. He's been around yeah. for a minute, and I get the, the Contreras, the Contreras yeah. stuff. I mean, I, I understand that. Sean Murphy, though, is somebody who's had a chance to watch him up close on the West Coast. <laughs> he's a really good catcher. Second best war at his position in baseball. Yeah, he's a great defensive catcher. <laughs> he's won a gold glove. Uh, I, I, that, to me, was a home run trade for them. Um. I, I want to get to this, so I want to read a headline to you, and then you tell me if the headline matches the actuality of the story. The headline reads, Despite roster challenges, Gators confident heading to Las Vegas. <laughs> what do they got, 14 players left? How many do they got? How, how shocked and disappointed would you be if Oregon State loses this game? This well, that, that would be up there. Sophomore running back Montrell Johnson. Mm-hmm. So think about the headline was asked, he said, quote, we're just locked in right now. We're focused on ourselves, trying to get ourselves better. Not as much on Oregon State. We're just trying to focus on ourselves. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. That's how we're going to elevate each and every day. Uh, we know they're a great team, but we haven't really dove into any tape on them yet. Okay, that's a bit concerning. Uh, last time I checked, the game is on Saturday. Their linebacker. Antoine Powell Ryland (laughs) said, I know I like to run the ball a lot, and they seem like they're a good team. (laughs) That sounds about right. Pretty good team. They run the football. They play defense. There you go. You don't need any more scouting report. Uh, To lose, I don't know about spread stuff. I'm, you know, bulls are weird. I'm not going to comment on spread stuff. To lose the game to this Florida team, yeah, be devastating. You got a chance at 10 wins. The line, by the way, has not moved a ton. It's still hovering around 10, 10 and a half. That's kind of where it opened. It should be around there. Uh, yeah, I'd argue with the, the deflections from Florida's program, maybe a little north of that. I don't even know who Florida's starting quarterback's going to be because their starter's going to the NFL and their backup got arrested for child pornography charges. So I don't know what the quarterback situation is. Emory Jones re-entered the transfer portal, so maybe he can go play for Florida again in the bowl game. Maybe they welcome him back on a one-game basis. Uh, I this is I think the re, what you're hearing from Florida is the reality of 70% of the teams that are in bowl games. They genuinely don't care. 
I think they're viewing it as seventy percent. That's a big number you're throwing. I think there's there. a lot of teams that the coaches understand that you're going to have a way shorthanded roster, far more than you would in the regular season. You're going to have guys that are opting out for the NFL, which I can't blame any of them. There's no point in getting hurt in the Vegas Bowl if you're going to the National Football League, and it's just going to be a period of hey, we get a couple of extra weeks of practice. We're excited about that. We get to see what some of our young guys can do. They're going to play significant snaps maybe for the first time of their careers. So it will be great to put that on tape. Some redshirt freshmen maybe. Going to get some playing time, and we're going to just use it as a teaching moment and go into the offseason. If you're telling me that Florida players have not started watching film on Oregon State, that tells me they don't care about this game. Yeah, and, and they're getting a couple quotes from some young players who are finally going to get to play that haven't normally played. I mean, that's what they're getting out of this. It's not I, – I don't think they care, and they understand the hand that they've been dealt. They have half of a roster. I I will be. I'll actually genuinely be surprised if Florida scores more than thirteen points in this game. Like hundred percent. I will be. Too. I'll surprised. be surprised if they get to double digits. Man, they struggled to score points at times this year with Anthony Richardson, a quarterback who You're is right. a like built in a lab prospect. I know he had a lot of ups and downs, but that dude was an absolute monster when he ran the football. And they also they struggled offensively sometimes this year, even with him a quarterback. Who the hell's starting for him? Uh, yeah, I mean they only scored sixteen on Kentucky, and that was a full yeah. strength. Florida Kentucky game. I mean, I, I'm imagining you're getting a quarterback that has not ever started a game or taken many reps at all. It's going to play in this game against one of the best defenses in the in the country this year in Oregon State. Yeah, I, and Billy Napier basically saying we're we don't really have a lot of guys to fill scout team voids. Like, the, I don't know what to make of this. I'm going to get a Florida guy on for tomorrow. Okay. I'm trying to pull up the roster because Kitna was the only other quarterback that attempted a pass this year, and he's in jail. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, Richardson's gone. So your other quarterbacks are a f- true freshman out of Scottsdale, Jack Miller the third. You have Kyle Engel, who is a sophomore from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and Jack Anders, who is a sophomore from Maryland. Those are the, those, uh, oh, excuse me, Max Brown, a freshman from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, they lost Anthony Richards, and they lost the right guard, and according to this report, that might not be the only offensive lineman that's not playing. Yeah, this is... Like I, this is I will what bowl be, season has become. Yeah, and I'll be genuinely surprised based on talking to people around Oregon State if this final isn't something like thirty-seven to ten. Yeah, I, I told you if I were in like a confidence pool thing because I know some bowl pools are that way where oh, you got to rank them like money, one way. through whatever. Yeah, yeah Venmo me, damn it. Yeah. Uh, this would be my most confident bet of the entire bowl season. It's hard not to pick this game because just, of what Florida's dealing Oregon with. Oregon State's excited. They seem motivated to be there. Yeah. They lost their bowl game last year to Utah State, which was a extremely disappointing end to what was a good season. And I think they want to go into the offseason on a high note. They have very few opt-outs. It's a small number of guys that aren't playing for Oregon State, mainly because of injuries as guys are getting ready for the the NFL draft. So they're at a they're a relatively healthy and full roster taking on a team with two hands tied behind their back that doesn't want to be there. And oh by the way, it's Las Vegas. I got a feeling Florida players are going to have some fun in Las Vegas. And that's why they're excited to be there. It's a good spot for Oregon State, yeah, no doubt. It is um, a good spot. So yeah, Florida says they're confident and then you kind of look into it and they haven't even been watching Oregon State stuff. So I'm sure that's going well down in Gainesville. Uh, Mike Yam, he covered the Pac-12 for years. I'm sure he's got a good Mike Leach story. And then also, he works for the NFL Network. Get his thoughts on what's going on in the National Football League. Mike Yam joins the show for the Daily Ticker next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast in this wide world of sports some stories can slip through the cracks now before we do this Let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Wednesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. Excited for our next guest because he's a good friend of ours and we haven't chatted with him in a while. Mike Yam of the NFL Network, SiriusXM, at Mike underscore Yam on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. Mike, uh, first off, good morning to you. I'll start. I mean, it ended up being kind of timely to get you on of the tragic news of Mike Leach that we found out yesterday morning, him passing away. And I know I saw you sent out a tweet yesterday, but you, you had a – a kind of closer look at him than a lot of folks did during your time at the Pac-12 Network. I'm just your reaction and, and the stories and, and memories that you have of Mike Leach and that sad news yesterday. Yeah, really sad and, and appreciate the invite guys. You know, Coach Leach, I think anyone who watched the press conference or saw one of his interviews realized just how different he could be uh, and entertaining. He was easily the most unique person I think I've ever met. And then I'm not talking about just sports. I just mean like in my life, uh, you could have a conversation with him that I, I would honestly, I would tell you, I, I think most of the conversations I had with him had nothing to do with football and that was off air or on air. Never really wanted to talk ball. All he wanted to do was just talk about whatever his interests were in that moment. He actually invited me a couple of years ago to uh, just sit in on, on his quarterback meetings. 
So I, I you know, flew up a couple of days ahead of a game and uh, was in that room and, and, you know, in the middle. And that was the year Anthony Gordon was there. Gordon's going through some of his plays and Leach just stops. He's, hey, Gammer, do you want some tea? And I was like, no, I'm good. Starts going through every form of tea that he's got. He's got this huge box in front of him. Going through the history of, like, Earl Grey, okay? Then a couple of minutes later, you know, he's like, yeah, what kind of hair product do you use? Think go on this, like, crazy, you know, kind of, like, tangent that's there. I mean, that was – that was coach. And, you know, it wasn't until, you know, the news over the weekend that he wasn't doing well, I started thinking about all of these stories and just these really funny moments that, that we had with him over the years. And I realized, I was like, you know, what, what was it about it? And, you know, I, I put this in the tweet, but, I, you know, I think he just, you know, we talk about the brilliance that he had as a football coach, but I think like the biggest thing that he had, like that superpower, right, was his ability to connect legitimately with anyone, have a conversation with anyone. But I think the way he did it was to disarm people so that they felt comfortable around him. So just really, really tragic and, and feel awful for his family, feel awful for the Washington State community and, and obviously at Mississippi State and Texas Tech at, at the stops that he was at. Yeah, Mike, it, it almost to a certain extent, like you think of all the great moments, like we found out yesterday, we've interviewed him seven times on the air. We were like, oh, I think wow. we've interviewed him like three or four. And then Swag is looking back and he goes, no, we got seven. And I'm like, oh, man, like you think of all these conversations you have that are sometimes about sports, but oftentimes with Leach, it was it was random. I think with him, you know, he's one on one. He's different. He's a pirate. He had a bicycle hanging upside down as a decoration in his office off the ceiling. Like. <laughs> He's a different cat, but my always kind of my takeaway with him is what he got so well that so many in his profession don't is the human element of like this is sports and oh, yeah. sports are big dollars. They're you know a lot of us get paid to cover sports and talk about sports, but at the end of the day, like you're not curing cancer here. You're coaching football, and I always felt like he appreciated the human side of. There's more to me than just this. Like, I love this, but there's more to me. And it almost ruins me talking to football coaches. Like, I almost don't want to because I know most of them are going to be cliche, button up, yeah. and not expose or give who they really are. Whereas, like, he was the real article, man. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I think, you know, at least in my previous role when I was at Pac-12, you know, I was fortunate to interact with a lot of these coaches on a regular basis. And, you know, some of them are all ball. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Some of them, all they want to do, they live, they breathe, they eat football. And that's great. And some of those coaches had a ton of success. And then there's some other coaches that come to mind where, hey, you know, I, I show up on a campus, right, in August before the season started. Hey, what was your vacation? Like, what you guys do? You know, and they tell you about their families. They tell you about, like, you know, these cool trips that they went on. And, you know, most of them wanted to talk about other stuff besides, just ball and i think with leach he almost forced the issue like you could ask him about football and he'd go the opposite direction we were talking there was you know a couple of our old producers at pac-12 they were just sending me videos and a lot of the videos were off air stuff i don't even know how they have it and it's hysterical like he one year i think i said to him i don't even know how it came up reservoir dogs the movie popped up and I, I don't I don't know if I said it or he said it. I must have said, hey, coach, like he just starts talking about the movie. And then we start the interview. And I think before the interview, I said, hey, like, coach, I bet you can't work in like a, you know, I don't know, like a Mr. Pink. I don't even know the, all the characters, <laughs> you know, Mr. White and all that. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, watch this. The entire interview, he starts talking about Reservoir Dogs, but, like, in the context of football with all the characters. It was crazy <laughs> to me. But, like, those were all of the moments. Like, that's that's Coach Leach. Yeah, he was, he was one of one. And I it was so fun yesterday to kind of go through the videos. And you mentioned all the crazy interviews and all the different takes that he had and the rants that he had that are just – they're memorable. And uh, there will never be another one like Mike Leach. He truly was one of one. I, I did want to sneak in a couple of NFL questions for you. I, yeah. You you had a great note on talking to Brock Purdy's college quarterback coach and when he was coming out of the draft. And I don't know if anybody ever thought that this dude was going to be on the NFL scene in year one, but the 49ers are decimated by injuries again. What's new? And here comes Brock Mania. Where's Mike Yam on Brock Mania? Is he all in? Is this the, Can this guy win a Super Bowl? Can he take the 49ers on a playoff run? You know, it's crazy to me because we keep talking about the Niners and Purdy specifically on a lot of our shows on NFL Network. And you're right, it is a little bit of, of Purdy mania right now. Uh, you know, you mentioned the conversation I had with Joel Gordon, who was his quarterback coach at Iowa State ahead of the draft. And, you know, I, one of the things I ask a lot of coaches is, hey, who's this guy's comp? Like, we have our East West Shrine game coming up, you know, in, in a couple of weeks, and, and I'm going to have these calls again. And, mm-hmm. Uh, Joel had said to me, he said, hey, I don't know if this is like a great comp, but what I can tell you is we watch a lot of film of Taylor Heineke. And immediately I just started to think about what Washington has done and how they really respond to Taylor as a quarterback. And I'm seeing the same exact thing on the football field with Brock Purdy. Can this team get to a Super Bowl? I think they can. Can they win a Super Bowl? Sure. And and I don't know if it's a function maybe of the play that has to still be good from Brock Purdy. I'm not suggesting that, but this is still an elite defense. This is still a team once they get uh, Debo Samuel back into the fold, and it was good news that he you know dodged a bullet with with not a broken ankle, and and he should be back in a couple of weeks. This roster is still loaded, and I think what Kyle Shanahan is able to do is put Purdy in great position. A lot of times you get this quarterback that steps in, and we always talk about, hey, the coach has got to get him some easy throws and, and make the game a little bit more simple for that quarterback. That doesn't always happen. Kyle Shanahan is doing some of those things, and I think with Brock Purdy specifically, you know, being on that practice squad, working with scout team, going up against that first-team defense occasionally as well, Like I think those are all things that have gotten them ready for this moment. Uh, yeah, Micah Parsons did an interview on Von Miller's podcast and basically asked out loud, like, is Jalen Hurts really an MVP or is his team just really effing good? And, you know, he says, I'm not trying to hate on the guy, but that's a stacked team. They have the number one offensive line in football, one of the best defenses. Obviously, they've got great weapons around him in the running back and quarter and, and wide receiver and tight end positions. Who is the MVP in the NFL for Mike Yam right now? Uh, and, and is Jalen Hurts up there for you? Yeah, Jalen Hurts is still the MVP, at least in my mind. They have one loss on the entire season. And generally speaking, a lot of what they do offensively goes through Jalen Hurts. And Nick Sirianni, once again, another coach has put his quarterback in a good position. And look, Michael Parsons is not wrong. This is a team that does have, you know, is loaded. The, the defense is tremendous. The takeaways have been there for him this season. Offensively, we've seen what A.J. Brown has been able to do. But they got one loss this year. And Hurts has been putting up big numbers. I mean, historically speaking, doing things that better than what Donovan McNabb was doing. So I'm not ready to go to that point and say, hey, he's not an MVP. You know, there's some other guys in, in the mix as well, Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, I look at a guy that's got 11 interceptions so far this season. Um, you know, I, I look at a team that should have dismantled uh, Denver. They, they let them in. And, and, you know, and I know it's a team thing, part of that situation and what we saw defensively from Kansas City and some breakdowns there but to me Jalen Hurts is still the favorite there's still a lot of ball to be played here but I, I have a hard 
hard time not picking Jalen Hurts. You know, we were, we were closely watching Sunday Night Football because, unfortunately, we get the hot take stuff nationally and it turned into a whole Herbert versus Tua thing, which is dumb. Herbert's a stud and yeah. Tua's having a great yeah. year and it's really awesome to see him have this level of success. I am curious to ask you, though, the bigger takeaway for you, because it was a huge win for the Chargers. They needed it to stay alive in the playoff chase. And then for Miami, they were a team that had gotten to that point where people looked at them as like, they, they could win the AFC this year, man. Nobody could stop them. They're top offense in the league. And now they've had back-to-back kind of clunkers. They lose to the 49ers, came back a little bit late in that game, and then struggled again offensively. Now they go to Buffalo this weekend where it's going to be cold. I'm curious, what was the bigger takeaway? Is some of the shine come off Miami or the Chargers are healthy and, hey, look out for them maybe in the AFC? I, I legitimately think it's both. I think from a Miami perspective, tough sledding, right? It was a game they just didn't play well in against San Francisco. And then all of a sudden, this is a Chargers team that a little bit of recipe for disaster because I don't think Miami's winning this game against Buffalo either. But the the Chargers are now starting to get healthy. You know, for weeks, I had been saying this at, at NFL Network. You know, we do a couple different podcasts over there. And I'm thinking, and everyone thinks I'm crazy. They're like, oh, Mike, the Chargers are going to just do what they do every single year. You know, and, and I get that. But Brandon Staley had said this after the game, and I think he's right. He goes, tell me the quarterback in the NFL that has lost skill position players like Justin has, that has lost you know, offensive linemen at the rate at which they've lost offensive linemen and the answer and still kept his team in the postseason picture because the Chargers are right there. And the answer is none. And I take it a step further because Staley did not mention this. Their biggest offseason acquisition in my mind was Jackson, JC yeah. Jackson. And that dude's barely played this year. And he was supposed to help the back end of that defense. And they got it done against two and company without Dylan James, who I think is one of the best, you know, safeties in the NFL. So picture picture point is Justin is spectacular. He was terrific in that game. And I don't think anyone has also pointed to the fact that I don't think he was right earlier in the year with that rib injury. Like, I, we saw it. It looked different. And I think him finally getting healthy with this team, I think the Chargers are, are a team to be reckoned with. Yeah, well, there you go. Great stuff. Mike Yamez, always NFL Network, Sirius XM. He's also the author of a children's book, Fried Rice and Marinara. <laughs> this dude does everything. And we appreciate the stories on Mike Leach. And we, we, uh, we're looking forward to your insight on that. Thanks, as always, Mike. Happy holidays to you. And hopefully we can do this again soon. Yeah, you guys are the best. Always appreciate the invite. There you go. Mike Yam of uh, the NFL Network and Sirius XM. There you go. I uh, He's got Jalen Hurts still as his MVP. Micah Parsons disagrees. That's an interesting conversation, how you I see both sides it. of it. Like, Jalen Hurts is really good. He's having an unbelievable season. But there is a bit of a, for me at least, Stetson Bennett vibe to it. Your team, well... I I can't go there. I think he's been better than that. But like well, his team yeah, is not, super stacked. I'm not saying Stetson Bennett's better than Jalen Hurts, but I'm saying if Jalen Hurts was not on a out of this world team, is he an MVP? Like I know if Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes lost his top weapon in the offseason and he's still having a career year. His defense is just okay. It's his not defense amazing. is fine. Yeah. Like if if you took Mahomes off of Kansas City, what's their record? But Mahomes and are are isn't Patrick Mahomes kind of well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but you can make an argument Mahomes might be one of one, if not one of three guys in the entire league at that position that you'd say, well, put him on this team. Allen has struggled this better. year. Burrow, Burrow's having a pretty damn Burrow's good year. I think Burrow's having a good year. He, he got off to a slow start, but he's turned it around completely. Um, but the argument for Herbert going into the last game, right, was if you gave Justin a healthy team. Yeah, if you gave him Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell and their offensive line. And, and a good yeah. offense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can. there's a lot of uh, Benjamin Solak, who I'm trying to get on our show, does stuff for the ringer. And this, I don't know how old this kid looks like. He might be twenty-one, but like he just understands all the nuances of football. He he basically boiled it down and said, when the Chargers' offense is humming, like really operating on a high level, 
they're getting six yards. So it's that cool. Second and four. Awesome. <laughs> when the Dolphins, for example, or the Chiefs, or you know, you name another team with a good quarterback or a good situation, when they're operating on a high level, 15 yards, 13 yards. And that, I mean, that's the difference. It's a big difference. And so Justin's playing in that system versus what other guys are playing in. So let's get to, I want to react to this a little bit on the MVP raise because Micah Parsons did have some comments on that. It's a big recruiting news to get to at the top of the hour uh, for different Northwest schools for different reasons. Transfer portal news as well. So uh, some more football stuff to come back after this on the. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, we'll get to some college football stuff at the top of the hour. Sad story as well. I have a fun trip down memory lane that I thought would be a enjoyable way to revisit the college football season we just had that is now uh, rapidly wrapping up. It's almost done, man. It's almost done. I mean, for a lot of people, it is it is done. Like I I know you Beaver get your bowl fan, game and yeah. then you're kind of like, right, I'm out. Like Husky fan, I think is excited to see if they can win eleven games this year. And they got Texas. That's a fun bowl game. Yeah, but also like. They thought they were going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And so when you go from the Rose Bowl to the Alamo, there's... Utah really screwed them there. Whoever (laughs) made the decision in the Pac-12 conference to bump the Alamo to the second after the Rose, I don't think they should be working for the conference anymore. Nobody wants to go to that that bowl game. No, part of the lust of the Holiday Bowl that's gone for me is that they play it at Petco Park. I hate football games that are played at baseball stadiums. Yeah, but at least it's still in 70-degree weather with sunshine. I I get that. It's better weather. You'd still rather go to that trip. It's not aesthetically pleasing to me anymore, though. Old Mm. Qualcomm Stadium was very aesthetically – it was a big NFL stadium – and now it's like at Petco Park. What are we doing here? You seen Fenway with the Wasabi Bowl? It sucks. Why are we playing at baseball stadiums? I don't know. It's they stupid. used to do that San Francisco game at yes. the uh, 
Jeez. Swigart, I, yeah, I know. That's you you really got to turn your mic down. I'm going to go deaf by you're the end of the loud. show. You're too loud. Yeah, you're way too loud. Uh, we were talking about the MVP race, and I do find it interesting in the NFL this year. So Michael Parsons was on a podcast. We don't need to pull the audio, but he basically. Oh, I, I pulled, did pull the audio. Oh, we did pull the audio? We have the audio? Okay, well, let's play <laughs> the audio play. then. Here's Michael Parsons yeah. on uh, Jalen Hurts. Is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I yeah. mean, bro, bro like, it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, this Eagles Cowboy coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I. I just like. I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like. I like when things are off. I. I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. Like you know, you right. They got. They got a great team. Great defense. But everyone. Everyone has their own opinions. Like, but they got. So Jalen Hurts is. MVP. He's good. He's he, good. They got him for the MVP race with Patrick Mahomes. So he's saying, is it the team or is it Jalen Hurts? And they do play, by the way. It is coming up on Christmas Eve. That is one of your games, uh, Eagles and Cowboys. It's the 125 game on Fox. Yeah, we've actually got some really good Christmas Eve games this year. Seattle's going to be at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. you got Philly and Dallas. See if we can get a game out of that. Uh, look, I, I get it, but like, he's not even top five in passing yards. I his his rushing numbers are what because you look when you look at Jalen sure. Hurts you treat him like a college quarterback to a certain extent because his total touchdowns are the stat that people will lean on because I think he's got what ten rushing touchdowns or something like that. Uh, twenty. Hold on a second. He's thrown twenty two touchdown passes. Yeah. I think he's thirty three total touchdowns. I don't he's know eleven like, rushing touchdowns. I, I think he definitely deserves to be in the category because it's the position that that kind of gets the most eyeballs. Um. But for me, it's like I think that team is just so loaded, and there's so many guys you could point to. How about AJ Brown? Are we not going to give any credit to their passing game getting better now that AJ Brown's there? That's the hard part. That's not a coincidence. Their offensive yeah. line is the best in football. Who who's their center? It's Kelsey, right? Right. Miles Sanders is was pretty damn good in their last game. Hertz is perfect for their system. He's been fantastic, but. No, I, I would not vote Jalen Hurts the MVP of the league. I, I would go Mahomes. I'm looking at Burrow right now, who's on yep. a tear. Um, I, I think I'm looking more into that realm than I am Jalen Hurts. Yeah, there's a lot of guys to me that are a little more deserving, and it's no it's no offense to Jalen Hurts because he's having a great year. He's a terrific young quarterback, and watching him improve every year has been fun. And he's already ha- he already has more passing yards this year than he had all of last season, so he's clearly going in the right direction. And if I'm him, I don't care if people say, is it me or the team? That's a great spot to be in. I'd rather be in a position where my team around me is elite to the point where you have to question that instead of having me be the guy that has to carry the load every single weekend. But I, I, I wouldn't not give him a vote for MVP. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of the league. So Kansas City, we'll see what happens with them. They have four games left in the season. Mahomes is at 4,100 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, 11 picks at a 65.8 completion percentage. This dude could sniff around. I don't know if he will, but he could get pretty damn close if not get to 5,000 passing yards. And he's doing that after they traded away a wide receiver who might shatter receiving records this year on another team yes. to tell you what he's missed and didn't, they did not add in return. And so. he's still averaging 8.1 yards per. <laughs> right, exactly. He's still like, pushing the ball down the field. Uh, we got some college football stuff to get to in the final hour. One team in the playoff took another hit. We'll get to that. I do have some recruiting notes I want to get to. A big weekend for one team. Tough news for another team. Uh, and then Statter Story coming up at 8.50. It is going to be a loaded final hour. Don't go anywhere. Dirt and Spray on 1080. 1080- 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 